so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com again that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources Hey everyone, thank you so much for joining us for this extended interview with Marsha where she's going to tell us how to follow your intuition. Hey Marsha. Hi Debbie. How do you follow body cues and how do you use that to communicate with other people? It's a very new thing for me, Debbie. I think I've done it naturally. Um, I know when I was younger and I first sales jobs, you'd learn how to read people's body language, how they looked, where they positioned their hands and their legs and things like that. But I think more than just trying to read them, it's having a feeling or or trusting that instinct and intuition that you have. I've been working actually with a, a purpose coach. A friend of mine is a purpose coach. She's amazing. And unofficially, she's been helping me. And one of her big things is intuition and really following that. And I think as we're brought up and, and moved through the world, we stop listening to those internal cues and start looking outside for cues. And over the past year and a half, I've really, really turned in and checked in with myself. Does this feel right? Is this the right thing to do? Um, Is this food right for me? Which has really governed and changed my diet, the diets of the people around me, as well as I mentioned in our interview before my endometriosis, I've really curbed and reduced my pain by eating eating different foods and anti-inflammatory foods and things like that. So really, really listening to my body and paying attention to it has has helped helped it. Did you unknowingly use this for your business, like reading your body language and trusting your intuition and instincts? Unknowingly, completely unknowingly, absolutely. It's just sort of it's it was like a amazing coincidence, but it was a path that I was going down. I think initially three years ago, and I'd had enough of the pain. I'd had enough of the surgeries and I was it was at a point where I was like, I need, I need to take control of this. And I, I'm obsessed with food and health and diets and inspiring stories. I'm always listening to somebody who's gone through a health challenge or crisis and the story is quite similar. They get to a point where enough is enough and they take control and they stop listening to the doctors and they stop following something else and they start to, to gain the knowledge and learn themselves. So I my house looked like a library. I had so many books. I read so many things and I devised sort of my own thing for me. And it's, and it's not something I prescribed to somebody else. It was very, very specific to me and my needs. And, you know, I went through everything. I went through my body type. I went through my blood type. I went through my genes. I went through my cultural heritage. I went through everything to formulate something that would work for me. And it, it was amazing. Can you give us a few examples of how we can listen to our body? I guess everybody's different, but it's like it's that feeling in your gut. You know, it's that when you're walking down a dark alley, if you get that feeling like I shouldn't be here or this is this is not quite right, you've got to follow it. I mean, sometimes we listen when we're maybe – I heard somebody else actually use this analogy, so I don't know. I, I want to credit – I can't remember who it was, but I want to credit them, whoever they were. But it's like you pull into somewhere, you pull your car into somewhere and – you look around and you see something that's not quite right and you decide to move your car or you decide to, to do something else. It's following that instinct. But but simply 
you know, I think with food or with something, it's it's how does it feel like after you've eaten something? Do you feel bloated? Do you feel sick? Do you feel not well? Do you feel tired? You know, just listening to your body cues. So instinct is is more just trusting that fitless listening, just just pausing for a moment and and listening in, taking a breath. What's the one thing that we can do to start living or having a better diet if we are just starting out drink more water clean water actually I, we take water for granted and, I, and it's unfortunate places where we live sometimes the i know in new york we have issues new york has great watering water but the you know the pipes can have issues so you could be getting contamination the, you know the pharmaceuticals that are in our water supplies now so it's having having good clean water increasing that amount of water and just and eating less, I think, is, is a cue where we're triggered everywhere by advertising and the social experience of eating, which I absolutely love. But sometimes, you know, take a walk when you're catching up with friends. It doesn't have to be over drinks. It doesn't have to be over eating. Like, I know when I was in New York, I had so many meetings walking along the Hudson or taking a walk in Central Park with people. And it was so much more engaging. We, we both got so much more out of it by moving our bodies, being in nature, so yeah, so more water, less food. <laughs> what a great idea, especially when you're living somewhere that's there's so much to see and do. It's such a great idea to do that. Now, what about how to say no to people, especially when you're just starting out and you want to say yes to everything? <laughs> how do we stop ourselves from saying yes and actually saying no? Something that I've I've learned more recently is establishing your core values. So as a business, what what are your values? What do you want to achieve? What is going to what's going to keep you up at night is is doing a deal or working with a certain person or kind of company not fit within your ethics or your morals? Yeah, what are your beliefs? So both as a company and then as a as an individual really thinking about your values. Are there any specific resources that has helped you make your life a little bit better? I mean, the internet, it kills me, but it's the most amazing thing. I mean, especially in terms of food with song division, researching companies. Like I, I mean, I, I'm, I'm blown away that we have so much information at our fingertips all the time. So being able to dig in and research, being able to find others' experiences, to, to have access to you, to, to the podcast that you do, learning from other people. I mean, yeah, the, the internet is the most amazing thing that we have, the, you know, the new thing that we have in our lives today. If our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? Song Division is a, is a great place. Um, my email's in there, so I'm marsha at songdivision.com. Yeah, that's probably the place to find me or Instagram. Awesome. What's your Instagram handle, Marsha? It's Marsha Sharp. Wonderful. Thank you so much for giving us all of these incredible insights and tips. We really appreciate it, Marsha. Thanks, Debbie. <laughs> Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.